Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa here. We are coming to you today to talk about a very uh, normal January topic, which is moving your body and fitness. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. We have Lindy here today. She's going to co-host with me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we also have you? a special guest. We have Allison Opal here, who is a personal trainer. Um, and we are going to talk a little bit about <laughs> fitness and moving our body. I'm just laughing because it's something that Lindy and I talk about almost every single day. And whether it actually happens or not um, is to be determined. Um, hi, Allison. How are you? I'm good. Thank uh, you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I don't really know how in depth to go. You go, you go for it. Okay. So I'll just give a, a brief little nutshell. Um, I, I've been a stay at home mom. So we got married very young. I was okay. 19 when I got married wow. to my high school sweetheart. And how long have you been married now? It'll be 19 years. This wow. Year. That is goals right yep. there. Yep. That's awesome. So he was in the military and he was, we, he came home for two weeks. We got married, and then he went back overseas. Wow. So the first year of our marriage, I only saw my husband for three months, and because I would travel at nineteen across the ocean, I would visit Turkey, and <sighs> in one of those three visits, I got pregnant with our oldest child, and so then when he came home in July, we were still nineteen. I no, I had just turned twenty, and we had our oldest daughter three months later. So we never really lived together before wow. we were married. We wow. hung out with each other in a dorm room for three months, wow. and that was about it. That's, so, so that's how we got started. So I've I've known him since I was fifteen years old. Wow, which is crazy to think that I have a daughter now who's seventeen, and she technically could be married in two years, and that, um, freak, that freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I'm closer to being a grandma than I am a mom. Like, wow, okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That puts it real, real quick, right? So were you always into like fitness? And... No, no. Okay. I actually, my sister loved fitness. She loved running. She was an instructor and I hated it. And I, one day the, the county puts out workout things, you know, uh -huh. different classes that you could sign up for. And there was a Zumba class. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. So I got a few of my mom friends. We did Zumba and I loved it. Zumba's and that, like dancing, right? Yes. It's, okay. It made fitness so fun because I didn't feel like I was working out. Okay. And that was like the the switch that flipped. I found Zumba. I loved it. And then it just, it kind of progressed. And now clearly I love fitness. Yeah. Um, but so that's how I got started. So can we talk a little bit about where you work now? Lindy's here with me because I probably, probably could have done this podcast a year ago when we were first introduced to it. But I feel like not to give them a free shout out, but they're throughout the country, the burn gyms are throughout the country for anybody who is listening. Um, and I think the concept is incredible. So you want to talk a little bit about quickly burn and sure. kind of what training looks like there. Um, because yep. I think we'd be remiss because we've both experienced it as moms. Um, and it was a really, really great concept that they've developed and stuff. So. Sure. So there's over 300 burn locations now. And if you're a member at one, you're a member at all of them, which is really cool. So if you're traveling, you're on vacation, you need that quick little 45 minute getaway. Yep. They're all over. Um, and that's really what we focus on it. We don't want we know it's mainly a women gym. There are male 
members um, so they can come to the classes. But it's mainly women, um, a lot of moms who don't have hours to sit in the gym, yep. go on the treadmill. So you go in 45 minutes, wham, bam, we start You know, on the hour, 5 a.m. You are out of there by 545, and you've gotten a great workout. Um, we do a class almost you know, every hour on the hour. We have free childcare, so we yeah. try to make it convenient. The community is just amazing. Um, you know, we we celebrate it with each other, but then also life happens and things happen that are really crappy and we're there for each other. Yeah. So that's neat. We have women who go in, um, they want to be stronger and physically, but then also like the mental part of it, they just need that release. Um, so we, we try to offer everything and it's no workouts ever the same. So it keeps yeah. you guessing and it's, it's fun. And I mean, I think we're going to talk a little bit today on the podcast about, you know, why moving your body is important for reasons other than, you know, losing weight or becoming stronger physically. Um, but we found at burn and I'm going to talk for Lindy right now. Um, it was so efficient. And that was the coolest part about it is that you could go in and it was like guaranteed 45 minutes later, no matter how crappy your morning had been and no matter how chaotic and whatever was going on with the kids and work 45 minutes later, you were going to feel better yep. and you could just shut your brain down and it was incredible. And then COVID hit and yeah. <clears throat> now we're here. I ended up with baby <laughs> and you know, hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> we need friend. to get back. Well, and we really, we strive like when that clock hits, yep. we start on time because yep. we know your time is valuable. Mm -hmm. So we don't, you know, start class late. You come in, you jump into that warm up workout and you know, it's usually the hardest part is getting there, especially for moms. You know, things are, um, crazy at home and they're just trying to get the kids in a child watch and so I feel like it like a normal gym <clears throat> um throughout my early years of motherhood I feel like I would show up and suddenly there would be nobody there wasn't anybody asking me questions or touching me or asking for a snack and I would feel myself kind of decompress and then I would just kind of walk in circles and sometimes I would get on a machine sometimes I would lift sometimes I, but I would just like decompress which I'm sure served me well of some sort but then like an hour and a half later I would go home and I'd be like I didn't do anything and this is like the best of both worlds is that you get there and you don't have an option mm -hmm. you are when when that clock strikes you're doing what everybody else is doing in the room I mean there's modifications and stuff if you can't but like you're in and you're out and it's great because you get to turn your brain off a little bit and still get that decompressing, but also with yeah. some structure. So, yeah, what? no, I, I completely agree. But what you were, you were saying, what I connected with was the mental part. Yeah. Because like I've been in and out of sports and I can know my way around a weight room, not a problem, but I'd be able to go in there like years ago without kids I had the mental space to like decide what I was going to do or like think about what I wanted to do and like take that time. And like now, like I don't have the time, like I've done some stuff at home, but that is the hardest part. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do today? I'm like, I know all kinds of things, but like I, I, planning and writing it down. And like, that was one of the coolest things. Like you just show up and like someone's done the work and they just tell you what to do. Yeah. Like that was also really, really great for me because my brain is filled up with so many other things, other responsibilities. Yep. I don't have time to sit down and like design this workout. Yeah. 
All right, so we'll stop. We'll stop the burn commercial now. But yeah. uh, also, the cool thing, really fast, the cool thing about burn. I don't know if this is national, like wherever they have them, but they have a floating floor, which yeah. is super soft. That is on, one of our like yeah. postpartum mom bodies, um, which is wonderful. Yeah. So the twelve weeks we were home, we we're mm-hmm. you know shut down for COVID. Yep. I was doing you know jump squats and things on my hard floor and it was horrible at the house I went back the first day back in the gym I jumped so far I felt like I was in trampoline I fell right on my butt because I was like (laughs) oh I was not used to the floating floor it's amazing it's 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 an awesome thing so at the end of this if you guys decide that you want to start moving your bodies and see all of the benefits that come from that and you have a burn burn locally I Lindy and I advise to go check it out Mm -hmm. if you have the time and space to do that and you're able to be COVID safe with it. So, hi. Now we can actually get (laughs) off of our commercial, our unsponsored commercial. So talk to us a little bit about as a trainer, and I'm sure working with a lot of, especially women over the years, tell us some of the benefits that come from actually doing fitness related things and moving our bodies. So jumping back to before I started at Burn, Uh I I dabbled in things because I was a stay-at-home mom for 15 years and I would dabble. Wow. Like, right, yep. I would do small things here and there. And one of the things that I tried out was personal training on my own. Um, I got my personal training certificate and I just started doing group classes. And it was really neat to see the women um, come out and reach new goals and feel good about their bodies. A lot of times, new moms, old moms, you know, veteran moms, they they focus on getting that pre-baby body back. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's just your body. Like we're just yep. working on our body. Um, that pre-baby body may never come back. And so accepting yourself um, and your body and working on being healthy for your family. Absolutely. Um, being stronger, just being mentally there, emotionally, finding that community that can build you up. Um, I kind of forgot the question you told me. So now no, I'm kind of no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, what you just hit on was fantastic. I feel like so many people are so kind of jazzed, especially after their first or second kid, at getting your body back to the way it looked before. And I mean, some people do it. Some people get it back so it looks better than it did before because now they have this new life to live for and they want to be healthier and live longer and I don't know, be able to be more active and stuff. But I mean, if you look at actually what happens to your body while you have a baby Mm -hmm. um, and the way things move, they sometimes don't get back exactly where they were before. Um, So I think so much of it is setting yourself up in a way like kind of like Lindy said, where, you know, you maybe don't have to think about as much of it and that there's a community behind you um, and you can just, move your body and see the benefits of that without actually concentrating on maybe how you look or, you know, more of us, how you feel. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yep. Um, do you have any good like anecdotal stories about how, I mean, Lindy and I can talk about ours, but like anything that you've seen, you know, maybe in the community, um, like what's happened when people have, shown up because I know it's a very it's sometimes a very vulnerable thing to walk into a gym for the first time especially if you don't have an athletic background but you know you need to start moving your body again and things like that do you do you have women who show up who um you know are scared to take that first step and what would your advice be to them yes a hundred percent so most members who walk through our gym doors they 
they've never stepped foot in a burn boot mm-hmm. camp or something like that. They'll go to the Y and, you know, kind of walk around the floor. Um, but when they walk in our doors, we offer a blue carpet experience. It's, it's we like to call ourselves a boutique mm-hmm. gym, right? We offer that hospitality, that blue carpet service um, where you walk in, you are always greeted by the the burn ambassador. She's, she, that's what we call her. She's our glorified. Um, I mean, she works on membership and she just keeps the place running smoothly. Um, she greets you when you walk in, she knows your name. She knows, um, you know, she has you sign the waiver. She talks you through it. She walks you around the floor, introduces you to the head trainer, whoever is training that day. And then she'll pair you up with someone who, um, who's been the member for a while, you know, introduce you. And we really, we reiterate to our members all the time, remember the first time you walked in that door, how it felt and make sure, you know, try to be very welcoming and um, just remember, put yourself in this people's shoes, especially in January where gyms are flooded with new members. Um, But we really try. I try to, it is um, at burn, especially I have to know everyone's name. Mm. That's one of the things that I pride myself on and I'll call, Lindy, I'll call you out three times in a camp personally, yeah. and I will I will correct your form and make you <laughs> feel form, like Lindy's no. form never needs to be corrected. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was the one. I'm the one that looks like I have like I'm a drunk octopus on a on a floor with weights, and that's okay. Hey, you're you moving. Never, you're moving you're, your body. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, it's really Yeah, hard. but it's then really we can go to core Lindy. and I'm like two different people, like well, not connected. Well, so we'll see. We'll there's see. pros we'll see every, pros and cons like everywhere. After baby number six, <laughs> now that now that we've evened up, we'll never be even because you carried two. Um, so, okay. So burn aside, let's say either due to COVID or due to financial reasons or whatever, somebody doesn't have the means to join a gym. Can you talk to us a little bit about what some of those things are that we can do either immediately postpartum or later in the motherhood journey that, you know, can have some of those same benefits as a, as a lead class or something? Yep. So absolutely. There's so many options because burn is not for everyone, right? Just like when I hated fitness, I found Zumba Yeah. and you need to find something that you find enjoyable because if you, so whether that is yoga, mm-hmm. it's wonderful for new moms, Pilates, um, working on that stretch, stretching, um, something working on that functional movement, right? Um, working on the things that we do at the home, running up and down the stairs a million times, that's actually working out, you know? So being intentional when you're at home, you don't have to leave your, your house. Um, you don't have to have a gym in your garage, you can look on Pinterest. It's a great spot for at-home workouts. I would encourage you to find a buddy, whether it's someone on a Facebook community group or a neighbor that also, because accountability is huge. Um, but there's things for everybody. I think finding what works for you, what makes you tick and what do you actually enjoy doing? Because life is hard and life is busy. And I don't want fitness to ever be like, oh, I have to do that. How many days would you guess we need to link together to make it like an actual thing that your body expects you to do? So it's funny. We're sitting here talking about Lindy and I's burn journey last year, and it was just a daily thing. It was in our life. It was not questioned. We showed up at nine o'clock. We did it. The idea of even doing that right now is like so foreign to me just because we haven't done it in so long. Mm -hmm. Like how many, isn't there like some sort of psychological thing of how long you have to do something for it to become a habit? 21 days to make a habit. Yeah. But 
I I like that 21 days, but going back to what you said, it has to be something you enjoy mm-hmm. because you can do something like, I feel like you really don't like or don't enjoy for 21 days and I just don't think it's always going to stick. Yep. So I do think like finding something that you enjoy um, is the best. I think that will stick around. And I don't think you have to work out every day. You shouldn't yep. work out every yep. day. You should move your body every day. Yep. Um, but your body also needs rest days. And I think being when you are moving, you're working out, you're intentional. So it's, it's efficient, right? Yep. Um, but if you don't have time, then you know what? While you're folding that laundry, you do a few little squats here, squats <laughs> there, you know, a push up here. Um, you squeeze it in where you can. Yeah. But it's not, a, it does not have to be every yeah. day. Do you know what we got for Christmas? Just randomly? No. I know. It's just like another random like thing. We got the, um, they make this circle thing for the switch. And it's a workout game. And okay. it's like um, you put the Joy-Cons on the outside of the circle. And you have to like push it together and squat with it and do ab stuff with it. And you have to kill all these monsters. And you have to run with it and go on this adventure. It was really cool. Like it was like one of those like I could probably, you know, like you you land on something that you're like, I could probably do this for 20 minutes a day or I could probably do this for 30 minutes a day. I know it sounds really geeky, but it was like really cool. It was really fun to do with the kids, too. But it was a good workout. Like it's yeah. well, well designed. That's so if cool. anybody wants to be inside this winter and, you know, maybe not go to a gym because of COVID or whatever and your kids have a switch, go look at that little circle thing. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Well, and you were probably sweating. Oh, I was totally sweating. And then like the kids are yelling behind me, mom, you're not running fast enough. The monster's going to get you. And I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, let me run faster. Like it was, it was, uh, it was quite, it was quite the experience, but it's really cool. Like fitness is everywhere. I mean, it is, you know, it's a, it's a walk with your kid. It's, uh, you know, it's a video game. Okay. So this goes back really quick. I have like a love hate relationship with this watch, but like oh. I lose my phone all the time. So like the kids are like, well, mom, where's your watch? Like, that's how you find your phone. <laughs> and so I have it back on. But you know, what's funny is I don't really pay attention and I don't even know how to do half the stuff on here. But one day I was on and I clicked on the workout thing because I wanted to see the workout that I had logged. And then all of a sudden I saw like a total burn calories for the day. Now I have no idea how it works, but I got frustrated because the day that I actually did what I was like a really like cool, like good workout. Well, the day before when I didn't work out, but I was just active throughout Mm -hmm. the day and I dropped tees off or hoodies off and I did something else downtown. I burned like 400 extra calories. (laughs) Right. And I was like, well, that's kind of like. Yeah. But it dawned on me. I'm like, this is like you put this whole load on. Well, I didn't go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. I didn't like actually work out. And it's like, no, like, yeah. that's not right. Yep. Like, if it just means like, you know, okay, I'm going to go grab all the laundry things today. So it's like up and down. And each time I can only go get like one each mm-hmm. time and just like constantly like being active and constantly moving your body. Like, I almost did better. Granted, I love to like lift weights and stuff, but like, it's okay. Like you didn't like make it to the gym today. Well, how can I just keep moving throughout the day and like yep. keep moving yeah. my body? So it was a little bit eye opening, even it's though I have just, no idea how it really works, yeah. but I was like, well, yeah, wow, you, you were busy all day. Right. Yeah. And it's that, that mindset shift. It's kind of like the scale, like the scale is a number. Yeah. The gym, it's a workout, but you can get that workout in clearly. You, yeah. you did more without the weird. gym. No, I you mean, are it's, busy. It's such an interesting thing, though, because 
I feel like we tend to compare ourselves to others and we compare ourselves to ourselves um, a lot. So now here I am sitting with baby number six and I'm like, why is this weight not falling off? And my body does this really weird thing where I don't eat (laughs) shortly after baby's born for a while. It's probably not the healthiest thing in the world. And then I do eat. And so like my, the scale, like I drop pretty much all of my baby weight and then I go back to this like nice little, I need to feed a baby weight that, you know, needs to come back off. But as I'm really being very kind to myself right now, (laughs) but I was thinking the other day about the fact that like, yes, my metabolism's changed. Yes. I'm 40. Yes. I've had six kids, but what did my life look like after baby number two or baby number three? I was chasing toddlers. I was running around like now I'm running a, running a company with a laptop. Yes. I'm feeding a baby, but the kids are out running around with, you know, a nanny or they're going to school or they're doing something else. So I think it's so important that we don't compare ourselves to our past versions, um, or compare ourselves to what other people are doing. Um, which I think is, is crucial, especially like in the gym environment where you're looking around the floor and you're like, wow, I'm never going to get there or my body's never going to look like this. Why don't I give up? Or I think there's so much to be said for like kind self-talk, um, and making sure that we're creating a space for ourselves to realize like, no matter whether you have every privilege in the world right now, being a mom is hard even just with the pandemic, even with the constant changing of things. And I think we all need to be like very kind to ourselves when we talk about this topic, because I think there are a lot of ways that we can say, you know, I can lift weights or I can do this where we just have to make sure that we're talking about like the health side of it as well. You know? Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. Um, Talk to us a little bit about, about what happens to the body during pregnancy um, and what we can do maybe immediately postpartum or whatever to help support our bodies. So without getting super medical, scientific, right, you can just see the obvious things that happen. Your, well, one, your hormones change. Your, my feet grew when I was pregnant. Yep. My rib cage physically expanded when I was pregnant. Right. Um, your skin changes, you have the elasticity, you maybe you have a little bit saggier, stretchier skin. Stretch marks are always wonderful. You know, they show up and those things, some of those things can be reversed. Some of, I will never shrink my rib cage back. I will never, the, as much as I want a size seven shoe, if I put on a size seven shoe on my eight foot, <laughs> I'm just going to have really sore feet for the rest of my yep. life. And so things like, Unfortunately, another thing is a lot of women at the gym, when they jump, they pee. Yep. And that's something that it doesn't have to be that way. If you do pee when you jump, I suggest, you know, maybe seeing a pelvic floor specialist, Uh but it happens and you're not the only one that it happens to. Yeah. And it's not just to new moms. It's veteran moms. We used to talk all the time about on cardio days. Like we would always just make sure we wore black leggings and put, I mean, there were people who would just openly talk about and burn how they were putting it. Like they forgot their maxi pad on cardio days because they knew that they were going to leak, which is sad and a whole nother topic in itself. But honestly, I think there's more people who probably leak when they jump than even know that pelvic floor therapists actually like exist. I didn't know about it until I started at burn. 
Um, and then there's the separate there's the separate type of uh, jumping jacks where you jump this way, so you jump with one leg forward, one leg back instead of out, right. which apparently supports your pelvic floor a little bit more and makes you not pee. But then you would look around the room and you would see the people doing it that way, and it was hard not to be like, you know, they're you trying know, not to they're pee. They're trying. They're totally trying not to pee. We I don't know. I actually, if I know we're jump roping or something, I I do. All right, ladies, suit up tomorrow, and they know. Yeah, where your where your panty liners? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's lovely. It's so, but it, oh, I don't know. There's a whole nother like conversation on that, on like why we're just putting pads in it. Like, like why that's not something that we're able to put our bodies back together and why that support isn't like, I mean, how many pelvic floor therapists are there probably in Richmond compared to like how yeah. many like women probably need them. Yeah. But anyways, well, and know. you had asked me, how do we heal? Right. So that's, that's the stuff that happens yeah. to us. How do we heal faster? You don't go fast you ease back into it, yeah. right? You you give your body grace and time to to heal. Um, and you you just take it one day at a time. A lot of people say, nine months in, nine months out. Oh, heck no. Yeah. It's nine months in and sometimes a really long time to get, to get your body back functioning yeah. um, in that healthy way. But I mean, I still pee sometimes when I jump, so yeah. that's fun. But and I think it's hard too because in so many ways moving your body is going to help you be a better parent in so many ways like in a more healthier feeling but you also have to realize you have to somehow incorporate it while you're still being a mom you know it's 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 just such an interesting thing because it was after baby number five that we started going to burn all the time and I would drop the baby off here Aaron would feed her a bottle and wear her and I would go work out for some reason after this baby, and I think it's probably pandemic related, it's probably a few different things. The idea of even making sure I pump in the morning and then drop the baby off somewhere. Like it is so far from my brain right now. Um, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be mm -hmm. the same as everybody else. You don't have to be <clears throat> the same as you know, you were like, you don't have to be like, Oh, well with baby number four, I was back in the gym at eight weeks, you know, now it's 10 weeks and I'm not mm -hmm. there yet. You know, I think that we all just need to make sure that we're giving ourselves some self-compassion and grace as well. So, yeah, I struggled with that because like after the first one, we first moved back and Lennox was like two months old and I joined American family <clears throat> and it was great. And then I found like the boot camp class there on Wednesdays. And then there was like a cycle boot camp. And I like, I loved it. And so every time I would just hop back in, like second kid, I'll hop back in. Third kid, hop back in. Fourth was like a little harder. And then I had the twins. And I went back because like that is like what we did. Like that is part of how I navigated through that postpartum with all those children. And I tell you, it was the hardest thing to get everybody in that car and I would take them and inevitably there's two of them. They would call me. I have to go in there. I'm either nursing or whatever. And soon it became so, so difficult. So I went for like three months and then I just had to stop. I'm like, I, I can't, it was so hard to get them in the car, get them home because I had like this, this expectation, like the, well, this is what we do. Like, this is what we do. And mm -hmm. not only that, I couldn't even do I was missing that connection between, you know, I would just hop back into, oh, well, let's go do these like, Olympic lifts and hop back into boot camp and hop. Well, my body was so different. I was literally like, I don't know what to physically do because I can't do what I know how to do and I don't know what to do. And then it was like the kids calling and then I just, I had to stop. I had to take a break. Yep. It was so mentally draining. Um, 
and then I was kind of stuck. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, well, I don't know what to do. I've got these six children. I can't do what I used to do. What the hell do I do? <laughs> I laugh whenever you say you have six children because it seems like so much. And uh, You I have the same thing. <laughs> and I realize that I have six now. Yeah. Too. So it's, the, uh, but but once again, goes back to that comparison. I felt like yeah. such a failure and I felt so down and now I didn't have my escape anymore. And like, it was rough yeah. for a while. And now they're five and even the past five years have been so different and it's still very hard to not compare these past five years to those first like mm-hmm. five to eight years where we had our thing. It's such a, it's such a it's crazy so hard. Um, so I know for me when I decide to do something and I write it down, I tend to do it more often and I hold myself accountable and I have accountability partners and stuff. Do you have any other tips or tricks on how to get started because I feel like that is half the battle so I would definitely write it down right prioritize okay. it schedule it and it doesn't have to be the same time every day yep. you look at your calendar when can you squeeze in a 30 minute movement session yep maybe you don't have time to go to the gym schedule it prioritize it because so often moms prioritize everything else above themselves but we have to keep our cup full so we can spill out into everybody else, right? So I would prioritize it. Write it down for sure. Tell someone about it. Make it make it known that, hey, this is my goal. Whether it's your um, your significant other, a friend, um, a coworker, yeah. make it known. And maybe do it together, right? Um, I would take it small. Maybe you do have a big goal in mind. Maybe you want to lose 100 pounds or you want to run a marathon, then you work backwards. Okay, how long is it going to take me to reach that goal? And you work backwards and make those small attainable goals. Yep. Um, that's that's like anything in fitness, um, getting your nutrition right, right? So fitness is one part of it. How are you fueling that body? With, with children, sometimes it's like, oh, shoot, all I've had is two cups of coffee and a granola bar today. Um, your body needs to that fuel too. Or it's not going to want to move. That's what I find too, is that like, I have a goal. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go for a two mile walk today. That's great. But then I do exactly what you said. I am on cup of coffee number three, cause I'm in back to back meetings or I'm, you know, talking to people and getting stuff done. And then suddenly I haven't eaten. So all I want to do is nap, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm on this like constant, I know, especially for me in the postpartum, I'm not um, afraid to admit that I have a pretty significant sugar addiction because it literally gives me those highs, but then I, <clears throat> I drop down. So all I want to do in the afternoon with my last like hour that I have without all six children is nap as opposed to go move my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's so important. It's not just, are you eating the right things, but are you eating enough? And are you setting yourself up for success? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think a lot of people hear nutrition and they think, oh, I've got to eat right to lose weight or whatever. But it's all connected in the sense that if you're not eating right, then you're not going to have the energy to even make those decisions to move your body. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Which is, I don't know. It's it's all hard. You know, it's all, it's not, it's not the easy side. You know, you, you can make it easier. You can <laughs> meal prep or you can make sure you get the right stuff from the grocery store, which I know helps me a lot, especially early postpartum. Um, but it's still, it's so much easier to grab the cookie or eat the leftover mac and cheese that's in the fridge or something like that, as opposed to um, really trying to be um, really kind of smart about it. So. I know you find that too. I know the one thing I struggle with is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And this goes back to the comparison as well is because I go back and, you know, I think on the days of athletics and things like that. And I'm like, oh, we have an hour weightlifting session. We have 30 minutes of kind of like a sprint cardio thing. So then I'm now in this stage of life and I'm like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the hour. I can't work out. So what I've been trying to do is I'm like, I, I have 15 minutes. What can I do for 15 minutes? And like, it makes me feel good. Like whether it's a set, I just pick three exercises and do like three set, you know, three sets or something. But I'm like, I did 15 minutes. I did that today. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to have an hour. Cause like, feel like then it's kind of like an excuse. Yep. Oh, I have to have an hour and a half to like work out. No, like what do I have and how can I use it? Even if it's a 15 minute walk. Yeah. Or 15 minutes, do some abs or 15 minutes of stretching. But it's like, check, I did that today. And I can do that again tomorrow because I 100% can find 15 to yeah. 20 minutes. Like, but I, right. absolutely. But so I, like, that is where I struggle is with the consistency. But I think some of that, too, is like back to the fact of, well, hold on a year ago, I had 45 minutes yeah. to go to burn. Why do I only have 15 yeah. minutes now? Why don't and I like, have it? That's, that's that mental struggle that's like, yes, 15 minutes is better than nothing. But what has happened in my life? And like, where are we at? And then I start going into like COVID mm-hmm. land and like, yep. what, like, will I get like COVID? And then will I, like, it's yeah. just, it's crazy. Like the mental side of it, I think is so important to like really concentrate on and give yourself grace there too. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you said about your video game, uh-huh. how you yeah. loved it. Like that's it, right? You had 45 minutes a year yep. ago. You don't now. Yep. So how can we find it? Where can we find that time to move, to be with the family and to, because a lot of times too, you go to the gym and you go, you come back and your kids never see you really work out. I think it is important to be active around your kids. So they see those, you know, they see, oh, mom's going to the gym, you know, she's doing her thing. But when you're not at the gym, still being active, showing them, you know, exercise is good for your heart. It's good for your body, for your lungs. Um, Not just to lose weight, because especially, you know, with children, you don't want to really portray weight on them. It's all about how can we be healthy? How can we have a strong body? Yep. Um, so I think a lot of times, yeah, we don't have 45 minutes and that's okay. And it starts to snowball, which is a really, really unique thing that Lindy and I talk about all the time. Like yesterday, I made the decision that I was going to make dinner. I ordered the groceries. They were delivered. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. So I went for a super long walk just because I could. I had my earbuds. I was like half working, half walking. But I knew on the other side of that, I was going to have energy to make dinner because I knew that that walk would give me that. Then I was actually felt like I was in such a good mood because I felt accomplished because I had walked and I felt accomplished because I had made a somewhat healthy dinner that I was a much better mother last night. I actually didn't go pour myself a glass of wine after dinner because I didn't need it because not that I need alcohol, but I felt really (laughs) chill and I felt really relaxed and I was really proud of myself. And then amazingly enough, I had a wonderful night's sleep. So it's just these little pieces that if we can put them together, they start to snowball on themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's like the biggest message is like, just start with the little things. And like, it may seem really, really big right now, but if you start with the little pieces and you put them together, they all work with each other, you know? Absolutely. Which I don't know, maybe it took me 40 years to learn that, (laughs) but uh, it's, you know, I don't know. Cool. No, all those little baby steps they do. They add up to they, they big add leaps and bounds. And it's like either they add up to a marathon or they can literally just add up to eight great hours of sleep and hopefully a productive day today. Mm-hmm. And then that this productive day will hopefully lead into some of the same decisions I made yesterday because I'm 
mm-hmm. excited that those worked. And then we just keep going forward. Um, okay. One last thing before we go. Um, any thoughts on how to make just the actual basics of working out easier with a new baby? So like for me, I know that I'm not a stroller person. I know that I wear my babies. So I have a really nice structured carrier that we go on walks with because no matter what, even if he's grumpy, I can stick a passy in his mouth. And as long as I keep moving, he's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips or tricks? Um, I know there's some great nursing sports bras out there. That was also a problem early kids when I would run after the kids, like, like go for a run, I would come back and they'd be hungry and I'd be sweaty and I would have to pull off all of these layers before I could get them my boob. Um, Any other like thoughts or tricks of how we can set ourselves up for success with like, the things I do think cute workout clothes they make you feel better right <laughs> yeah they're not necessary but they do make you feel better yeah um the high-waisted pants best invention ever yeah you pull those suckers up over your stomach and it holds everything together um a good sports bra figure out what you're doing right mm-hmm. are you gonna do yoga then maybe you don't need a high impact sports bra yep are you going to be jumping rope for 20 minutes or, you know, doing crazy boot camp stuff? Maybe you, you do invest in a high compression sports bra. I would pick out some nice shoes. If your feet are uncomfortable, you're yep. going to be miserable. I would focus on your shoes, your pants, your sports bra. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would... Hold on really fast. Yep. Shameless plug. All of those besides the, the shoes and the sports bra you make at latchmama.com. Okay, go ahead. There you go. <laughs> Um, I think that's important. It's no, it's not necessary. You can work out in your pajamas if you want to, but it kind of puts you in that mindset, right? Mm -hmm. You, you dress for success. Same thing when you're working out. I feel like if you, you get ready, you, you brush your teeth in the morning, you fill up your water bottle, you get your outfit on and then you just go. Don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Um, plans are made to, lead you in the right direction you can veer off your plan it doesn't it's not a plan set in stone so if one day you're you know doing something different I would just take that and run with it and go with the punches give yourself grace it's all about finding that happy medium oh that would be my tip yeah I love it we're gonna leave it there move your bodies today everybody I promise you you will feel better thanks thank you bye